morning, good evening, and welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, our furthest Marcel fans forum. Today I'm joined by Manny. Uh, we'll be covering topics today, including the uh, progression into the semi-finals of the Europa League, um, a draw against Saska Moscow, a defeat against Newcastle, answering your listeners' questions, and the Gunnar debate. Manny, how are you? Tired, but I'm here. Tired. Always fucking tired or hungry, aren't you? Listen, some of us go to the gym in the morning and some of us run away from it. I so. run away from it. I was up making an omelette for my wife and I've mm-hmm. got a nice cup of tea in my hand. Just to let listeners know, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's a nice sunny day in London um, and we're recording this. Um, did I tell you I had a dream? I, oh my God. No, no, I, I didn't just have a dream. I had a dream within a dream. Oh my God, it's Martin Luther King over here. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, it was a silver BMW and it was doing some tricks on a jetty, this concrete jetty, so vivid, it's like HD in my head. And they pan into the car and in the car is Thierry Henry and his girlfriend. Then the car spins out of control and it goes into the water. At that point, I realise I'm going into another dream. And the lady who was in the car and the gentleman, Mr. Henri are invited round my house for dinner. Huh. So I decide I decide to invite Thierry to my office and I do a podcast with him. And on the screen I can see this BMW doing tricks. So I had a dream within a dream. Fucking head fuck, I tell you. Mm, it sounds like it. Now imagine if okay, minus the the, the car doing tricks and, and whatever, but imagine having him like in the office and doing a podcast with him. Oh. <laughs> I think I'll just I think I would just sit there and just stare at him and just well, be like Can you imagine what I felt like when I realised it was a fucking dream? <laughs> oh mate, I can only imagine. Um we had a little small podcast with uh, James. Did you have a listen to it from Australia? Yes, I did. It was interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting just to understand um what it's like to be a, a football fan from afar. Like, you know, we're like we've got Tom Sobel possibly coming in from Tampa. Um, obviously, we've got Mike, who's in Boston. Uh, we've got um, quite a, this Ben. He's over in, in LA. And, and uh, there's, there's quite a few listening from around the world. It's just interesting to understand their perspective of what it must, must be like. And even if they get a chance to get to London and go to see a game, it must be like proper head fuck. Yeah, imagine. But no, I, I like those those little those little episodes, man, because it just, it just gives you a different perspective. Well, we try and do some more over the summer, I think, so some things like that. I, I do have one recorded, uh, which I don't know if I'll ever put out. <laughs> I think you've listened to it, which is uh, me and my brother now are very, very drunk. No, put it out. Put it out. It's a good one. <laughs> I don't know why you uh, wouldn't we, put it out. Like, I, like, I enjoyed uh, that one. I, I, to be honest, I enjoyed it. It's just Mike mightn't want it out that much. <laughs> <laughs> and Man City have won the league, eh? Oh, like that, that's, that's, that was to be expected, to be honest. It was only a matter of time before they did it. And, um, kudos to them. They've played some amazing football this season. So you can't, it's like, all you can do is congratulate them, really. Uh, yeah, they won it with five games to go, scored 93 mm. goals, only conceded 25. Man City, uh, sorry, Man United, uh, conceded less goal, uh, were the ones to concede the least goals beforehand with 26. Mm. They've only lost, um, Two games, 14 of which they lost at home. Arsenal and Man United both concede, uh, lost 13 at home when they won, went to win the league. 
They beat all of the clubs in the league at least once. They've equaled Arsenal. In this short period of time, they've equaled Arsenal's titles in three. And Pep has now won uh, seven titles in his nine seasons in top flight football. And he's the first Spanish manager to win the Premier League. Oh, wow. Oh, that's like a fact vomit, isn't it? Oh, that was a mouthful. Well done. <laughs> yeah, well done. See, I did some fucking research. Okay, good for you. I did some yeah. research as well. I'm going to bring out some facts a little later on. And yeah, it's not pretty though. Mm. Uh, what? Mm, don't talk about away records, eh? 2018 yeah. is our is our Anibalus Horribilis. Uh, are we good? Do you want to go into that first, or do you want to go into this CSK game first? I mean, Let's do the prediction league. Prediction uh, oh, league. yeah. You 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 che- you said you were going to do a score draw, and you changed your mind. I did not say I was going to do one. I said you I'm going to get back. back to you. I said I'm going to get back to you. I have noted down here two one for me score draw question mark and now it's 2-1 from you okay because you, you messaged me like 6-7 in the morning yesterday asking me for good for the prediction and I told you 2-1 loss <laughs> yeah it is it is like a booty call at 6am isn't oh, it no don't 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 do that don't do that <laughs> oh I'll tell you it's getting bad um, yeah, it so, is so I predicted 2-1 I'm on mm-hmm. 18 points Mike messaged us from um, quarantine he's uh, we found him um, we found him. He was with Mexican drug slaves. Um, he's been badly abused. Um, he, on that basis, predicted 2-3, and he got no points. Um, and Manny, you predicted <laughs> a score draw. Um, you predicted 2-1 uh, after you cheated, and you get three points. But hey, doesn't matter. I'm still on top. But Mike is getting caught by you. So I'm on 18 points. Mike's on 14. Manny, you're on 12. So. Um, prediction league done. Mm-hmm. I'm Let's catching up. Get... I'm catching up. Yeah, I I did say I said um, Mike. Mike is getting caught by you. Yes, he is. He is. I mean, hey. even even if you do I... cheat. Oh, for God's sake! Like, just give it a rest, will you? I didn't give you. I didn't confirm what I, what I wanted to do. I said I need to have a think about it. Mm, okay, we've only got five games left to predict, so mm. possible fifteen points on there to grab. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, how many of them are away? <laughs> Three of them. I, 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 yeah, yeah, we're going to go into those a little bit later on after, the, after we've dissected the the bullshit that was the Newcastle game. Uh, uh, first, before that, is the Moscow game. Oh, God, yeah. CSK Moscow, Jesus. Um, one thing I want to mention is there was a little bit of a tribute I saw on some of the Facebook uh, groups um, to Denton, the bear. Denton Connell, um, who was part of... Um, a fan base, well, the Arsenal firm back in the day, but he's mm. he. As much as some of that stuff is really, you know, crap and 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 gone, uh, he did stop the National Front getting in on the North Bank. Um, so on that basis, oh. I think it's really good. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he done he done a lot because um, a lot of the the firms were uh, quite white based. And listen, mm. I'm a white fella, but you know, but you know, uh, Denton because he was black, and a lot of his mates were. Um, they didn't. It's a London club. They didn't. Get, they didn't give a monkey's about whether someone was black, white, green, or yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, later became a bodyguard for the Pet Shop Boys, and he died in a car crash um, out in Russia. Uh, so some people went to where that happened, yeah. laid a wreath, and spent a bit of a bit of respect to the guy. So you know, on that on that for that basis, he's a gooner. Yeah. You know, rest in peace, mate. Yeah, respect for that. Rest in peace, definitely. 
So we had 26, 27 minutes with nothing. And then Welbeck put Laka in and Laka went a shot over the bar. Yeah, um, the way we started that game irritated me. It was like, why were we so conservative? I mean, we were 4-1 up from the first leg and we were playing like the... We we genuinely were playing like the inferior side. It it baffled me, to be honest. To be honest, having the away goal gave gave them some element of hope. Mm. Um, and, And I think... You know, that probably worked to our disadvantage to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, go on, you were going to uh, say something? I mean, I mean I, but you would want the players to come out with a bit a bit of confidence, you know, puff the chest out a little bit. You know what I mean? Don't don't be so afraid, because that's how we started the game. Like, we were afraid, and uh, the passing was awful, and then nothing was going right. And, and I, I was just confused by the way we, we approached this game. And sure enough, CSK. Oh God, their first goal. Oh my God. Well, Monreal was out muscled, wasn't he? Check saves it. What? Why? Yeah. How many times do you see a keeper get down and get to a ball like that, and they are trained to palm it round? Exactly. He, he knocked us straight at. Um, I can't remember what the lad's name was, but yeah, he, he scored. Yeah. I- I, I, I'm I'm so confused by this. I mean, it's not like he hasn't faced this this type of situation time and time again over the course of his career. You palm it away from the box, simple hmm. as that. And he, over and the bar, round the round the post, round the post. You just you just get it out of there. And the the, the irrit- what irritated me even more was Mustafi's reaction, static. He just stood there and then watched the watched the lad put it in. And well, Mustafi like, was more at fault. Mustafi was more at fault for the second one, wasn't he? Mustafi and Czech. Mm. Uh, the, those two are like the. Oh God! Can you name a more ridiculous duo in world football at the minute? You know what, Mustafi is—is is he falling to Czech's failings? Because I, I I had this discussion with somebody on the forum and and it was like you know oh we're shit defense shit defense and i think we discussed it the last time and i said why were we so good against like the likes of milan and so on uh defensively when we had ospina in goal when we have check in goal it seems like the back four got the shit i don't understand uh, i really don't I, hmm. I think we can just speculate and then and, and speculate until the cows come home, but we're really not going to get any answers, are we? But, but the back four that you're looking at, Monreal, Mustafi, Koscielny and Bellerin, that yeah. is our best back four. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that something? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, I don't know, mate. I don't, I don't know what goes on in, in those training sessions. I, I just don't understand. You Steve know? Bold. Oh God! You know what? For for long period of time, I was like, you know what? He he doesn't get to do anything with the defense, blah blah blah. But really, as I'm not even I'm not even attacking him as a defensive coach. I'm attacking him as a man. He if he is not allowed to do what he wants to do with the defense, and he is really that that shackled, he would leave. But he's happy to sit there and earn a wage. Yeah, I was going to say he's taking a good wage, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And he's just happy to sit there and do nothing. Because when I would expect when you're conceding goals like we're conceding, you would be up, you would be screaming at the players, you would want them to get organised. But no, Leipzig just sits there, 
and and does nothing. We've conceded 31 goals in all competitions Jesus in 2018. Christ. Jesus Christ. 31 goals. Fuck oh my out. God. Like, <laughs> I don't even think City have conceded that much in the Premier League. Uh, no, I did have that stat down. I'll, uh, 25. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. It only, in only, in the space of four months, we've conceded 31 goals. Yep. Jesus. Oh God. So, but we are scoring loads as well, but we're not scoring enough. Not scoring enough. And we conceded a second one. Again, check. Poor save. A long range shot from Golvin. 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 And their number 14 picks up the rebound. And there we go. 2 0. Shit. I, then the pressure was on. I was fuming. I was watching it with my, I was watching it with my brother. Actually, going back to check, right? Um, coming towards the end of the first half, we were under pressure, right? And the ball goes up and we've got four minutes, you know, until, until half time. Um, I can't remember the, the play exactly, but Czech collects the ball and we've got, I'd, I'd say about 30 seconds left, right? About between a minute and 30 seconds left of the first half. He collects the ball and instead of just holding on to it, he throws it right back out and puts us under pressure again. And us, me and my brother looked at each other and thought, what on yeah, earth are a, you there doing? There was a shot across the goal at that point, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. We, we all sat there thinking, okay, it doesn't take a genius, right? to just hold on to the ball and relieve that pressure. You are experienced enough to know this. We, I was screaming at the TV, like, what are you doing, boy? And anyway, we're going back into the, the, the second half. <sighs> Again. So we're 2-0 down. We're shitting ourselves. And I honestly am <sighs> shitting myself. Yeah. Um, because at one point there was a... Uh, a goal kick and the referee blew his whistle really hard and mm. pointed towards the what looked like a penalty and mm-hmm. I thought oh fuck here we go um, but it ended up he gave a goal kick and I didn't have to breathe a sigh of relief <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack, Jack was taken off at the 68th minute that was a game changer wasn't it good because he was trash you know I, I don't think he can be played that far up the pitch he was he was trash again uh, that we look so unbalanced. If you really think about it, you know who I really felt sorry for in that game was Bellerin, because Ozil did not track back once in order to to you know stop them doubling up on him. And at one point he had the whole wing to himself, and Ozil was nowhere to be seen. And again, why on earth would you play a number ten out on the wing? It just does not make sense. We all know that Ozo is not the best defensively, but why does this man keep persisting doing this? This is getting you know? spooky, you know. What do you mean? My, ne- my next note on this game was 70, 70 minutes, long range shot, mm. Ozo pulls out of a tackle. Oh, <laughs> God. Again, uh, he was poor as well. He was trash. You know, I think the only... The only um, I'd say two or three players could come out of that game with their heads held high. I'd say Kishoni had a decent game. Um, El Neni, man of the match for me. Man, uh, yeah, definitely. And, and Welbeck. Yep. The rest, you all sucked. Oh, and, and Bellerin was okay. Like, he was, he was okay, considering he had no protection at all. The rest what did of them... What did you make of Welby? That chance. <laughs> <laughs> 87 minutes, what a shot. Oh, that, that that boy. You know what, if he had been playing for Nigeria, that would have been a goal. Yeah, I, I, probably. I truly, I truly believe that. But um, I think, yeah, Wilshire coming off, and, and and I think he came off of Chambers. That was a game changer. I think we went well, to... Well, I, I, th- I think as well, because Elneny earlier in the game was being played more as a, a centre-back stroke sweeper role. Mm. 
when we went two two in the in the tie, then then I think they pushed him forward. Once they took Jack off, they, they gave him a bit more of a free free roll. Yeah, they yeah. also let Rambo move a bit forward, mm. and the, you can see that in the first goal we got back, where Welbeck and Lenny Welbeck they, they they paired up, and that was a really really well worked goal. Yeah, that was a good goal. That was you know, a that's, good goal. That's Welbeck's first goal since 2013 in Europe. Whew, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, from Man United against Shakhtar Donetsk. Wait, hold on. He 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 has scored for us. Um, he, he scored a hat trick against Galatasaray, didn't he? Away in Europe. Oh, away in Europe. Oh, my bad. The, oof, okay. God. Do some research. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and then we got two nil because uh, Rambo. You mean two two? Two two. Sorry, yeah, two two. Yeah. Uh, R- Rambo and El Neni again. Uh, mm pair up and uh, it was a good goal oh yeah I think once Warbeck scored they were just deflated you know I think they they lost their heads completely so really it was only a matter of time before we got that second anyway again it was a great pass from El Nene to set Ramsey through and it was a good good quality finish what I did like was the um, the commentator calling it a midnight goal it just sounded quite cool (laughs) didn't it (laughs) that was a good shot yeah what you make of the draw oh boy (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah that that's to be honest with you i'm I'm excited about it because that's a, a genuine we're, we're playing a genuine powerhouse if you if, if you want to call them that um they're a good side atletico even though i did watch them against sporting i uh, saw the highlights and they were not that great but um overall i'm i'm excited for that tie um i, I think i would prefer i prefer it being in the semis than in the final to be honest, I don't think I could deal with watching us against Atletico in the final. No, no, no way. There's an argument to be said that having them over two legs, uh, we stand a better chance of beating them. We do. There's a counter-argument to be said that to beat them, you have to be on your best. We can be on our best on one game. Can we on, be on our best on two? Oh, that's that's the problem, isn't it? That, mm-hmm. that is the issue because the thing with Atletico is you know they're going to be well drilled, right? You, you only got to look at their side. I wish we had a player like Diego Godin in our team, right? You watch him, watch him in in the two legs, right? And you're not see playing what, in the first one. I don't think he's injured. I said Godin. Oh, I thought you said Diego. Yeah, that's his name, Diego Godin. Oh, I thought you meant Costa. Sorry. No, no, fuck him. No, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about Godin. I'm talking about their defender. You know, what I mean, their rock, their leader back there. You watch him over the next two legs, right? You watch him, and that's why centre back. Well, I wish we had a centre back like him, you know. And then they've got players that can that can complement him, you know. And they're just solid. They're going to be hard to break down. And then when they come forward, they're going to be deadly. Um, that's our first semi final that we're going to be in uh, since twenty uh, two thousand and nine mm-hmm. in the Champions League against Man United. So it's taken us nine years yeah. to get back to, <laughs> nine nine years to get back to a semi final in what we were calling. Nine years ago, a Mickey Mouse competition. Unbelievable! Isn't How it, the mighty you fucking fall! Isn't that something? You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> but what do you reckon the, the atmosphere will be like at, at the Emirates? We got the first leg of the Emirates. I reckon it's gonna be rocking. We we need to build it, make it banging. A bit like, um, do you remember Barcelona when we we beat Barcelona two? Oh 2-1? my god! How could I forget? I I that was one of the. First, I, I had my silver membership at that point, um, and I paid a hundred and 
130 quid for a ticket. I was up on oh. west, the west, west upper halfway line. Um, and I was, I was absolutely buzzing. And the place was, there was flags, there was, f- uh, flames, there was lights, there was banging music. Oh, the atmosphere was unbelievable. And I was stuck beside, um, some corporate hospitality people. These, these oh, guys God. in lo- lo- long overcoats, uh, Irish fellas, actually, funny enough. And, and the guy points over to the technical area because we're opposite the, the technical area. And he goes, what's those dotted lines for around there? And you think, fuck me. Barcelona are playing on this pitch against, at that stage, um, a half decent Arsenal. Uh, and you're worried about the fucking lines around the box. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you know what I, you, you know what I did think? What about somebody like you, like, like any of the people who listen to this, who would have given their right arm to go to that game and get a ticket to that game? And th- this guy, I heard him saying, said, Oh yeah, we bought, we were on average, say, call them a hundred pound a ticket. They had got 10 tickets in there and just bringing clients. And this guy doesn't, this, the guy beside me never even watched a game of football. He liked rugby and Formula One. So what the hell are you doing there? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm in a normal seat. He, it, no, 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 the, not yeah, you, not you. Damn, yeah. what what are you doing there if you've never exactly. watched the game? Or like what exactly? Man anyway. <sighs> so do you reckon we'll do him over two legs? Nope. Sadly I I I, I can't say no yet. Nope, I'm saying no. I've re- I already told you we're not good enough to win the Europa League. I said this when we were still in the group stages. We're not good enough. Good period. We're not. You know, you got you only gotta look at you only gotta look at the performances against CSK, you only gotta look at our away record as a whole. We're not good enough. We are although, not good enough. Although we did go and win in Milan. Doesn't matter. We did, that's a, we that's did draw in Moscow. Different team. Different kettle of fish here. Atletico are not going to be as easy to break down as, as CSK and as Milan. They're going to be well drilled. They're going to be dangerous. And the way we defend? Nah. We're, we're, nah. That, that's it. Our run stops here. Okay. Yep. Uh, let's get back to the league. We watched a game yesterday. Oh. We both predicted a loss. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was big squad changes, understandably, because of the aforementioned semi-final coming up. But, oh, yeah. you know, the, do you really need to rest them for nearly two weeks? Because we're not playing this Thursday. It's the following Thursday. No. See, you know what? I can understand Wilshere and Ramsey um, being rested. You know, Ramsey had a ridiculous gash on his leg and Wilshere came off. You know, he had a bit of, a, of an ankle injury. Cool. But why the fuck was Ozil arrested? Why the hell does he keep getting preferential treatment? He didn't play against Southampton. He was on the bench against Southampton, right? And he played a full game in Moscow, and then he didn't play at all yesterday. What? He—that's your talisman, and he's not even on the bench. Why does he keep getting preferential treatment? Yeah, and and we're playing a Newcastle that are pushing to get to the forty-point mark. Exactly. We're playing, you know, and and then they're in the safe zone. Okay, I think 38, 37 will probably get you safe this year, but mm-hmm. 40, 40 is always the safe zone. And three yep. points against Arsenal, and they're safe. Exactly. And guess what? It's the fat Spanish waiter's birthday as well. No good. I, ain't got, I haven't got a problem with Rafa Benitez. Good on him. I'm good I on him. He's, he, doing, he's doing a decent but, job out there in Newcastle. Yeah, and he always technically fucks us, fucks us over every fucking time. Yeah, you know, what do you really want me to say here? Like, uh, look, just look at the performances of the two teams. That should tell you everything. You know, Where you know, I, you... What I, was, I was at home when I was watching this, right? I was watching it online. Um, and, a, and a stat came out that when Lacazette scored, that was the first goal that Newcastle conceded since January. 
Yes, I know. I saw that. Now, explain to me, right? Now, when you're looking at the Newcastle defense, you can say that their players are not, they're not, mm, they're good players, but are they Arsenal caliber? Maybe not, right? But Benitez has them drilled in a certain way that they haven't conceded the goal in January, in, at home since January up until, like I said, scored. So why is it that he can get them drilled like this, but Arsene Wenger, supposedly great coach, can't do the same for the players that we've got back here. How, what, 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 what's the difference between how Rafa Benitez has his defense drilled? How, how comes they can do it? And, and, and bear in mind, they're an inferior team. But Arsene Wenger's got the superior team, but he cannot seem to get his defenders doing the basics. Well, we've, we've said it before. Has he really ever... Like, he stumbled on Sol Campbell, who wanted to come across for the money. Mm-hmm. Um, Colatore bought as a midfielder, lost his legs and went back. Uh, but has he really ever bought an outstanding centre-back? Well, I think we've had this discussion before. You know, Koscielny no, no, that. did, did turn out to be, you know, our best defender in the last five years or so. Um, but apart from Koscielny, no, he hasn't. Who the hell sanctioned the 35 million move for Mustafi? Seriously. Again, I'm going to pick him out. You know, I'm going to pick at him because he has made the same error for three games running. Shane Long ran across him. The guy from CSK done the same thing. And Jose Perez done the same thing. This is the, and the thing is, we keep talking about our defense being poor, right? This is nothing new. Our defense has been poor since we moved to the Emirates. The sort of areas that Mustafi is making is the same sort of areas that Senderos and Galas and Silvestre have been making. And nothing, nothing has been done to fix this defense. I don't care what they do on the training pitch. That doesn't matter to us. What matters to us is what happens on the pitch. And what goes on on that pitch is defensive errors again and again and again. And this man and his coaches sit there look at it and do nothing about it and then he comes out after the game and goes i am baffled by that performance how can you be baffled by that performance when performances like this have been going on for so long it is excuse after excuse fergus if i was working for you and i lost you an account and i came to you and made excuses you may have want punch me in the face you might want to punch me in the face because you don't want to hear excuses you want solutions so why is it that we have to continuously listen to this man make excuse after excuse instead of finding solutions did you see the post I put up this morning? Um, talking about the players being tired? The players being tired. He's yeah, an idiot. Can, can, Joel Willock? He's an idiot. <laughs> He's you know what? Premier when, when, debut. How the fuck can he be tired? You know, when the when the lineup came out, I was like, okay, because I, I, I would have thought that Kolasinac would have come in for Monreal because Monreal played 90 minutes in Moscow. I thought, okay. But then when I really sat down and looked at it, me personally... Why wasn't Maitland now starting at right back? Why wouldn't you have Chambers and Holden in the middle? Yes, it's in, it's inexperienced, but one has played in an FA Cup um, final and one has been at the club for a little while. And he's played in the Premier League before. And why wouldn't you have Kalasinak? So you refresh that back four completely, right? So you have a bit, so you have some pace on the right and you have Kalasinak on the left. You've got, you've got balance. Agreed. Agreed. Can't argue with any of that. And 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 so that that's that's what I would have done. And what I'm confused about is why does he keep changing players' positions continuously? At one point, like against Southampton, Chambers was at centre back. Then he starts at right back. Iwobi was at number ten. Then he starts on the right wing. There's no consistency here. Yeah. I, I, personally, I saw the lineup and I and I I messaged 
is it a four four two? Because I would have with that done a four four two. Because you got Lacan, uh, and Abamyang, mm-hmm. you could easily have put them both up up top together, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, why not? Why but, is he but, so but, anti? But it won't be out out right, and we look out. Let you know push him out to the wings he pushes everybody else out of the fucking wing he pushes everybody else out of bloody position he's been doing it for years this is why you know players like Oxlade Chamberlain ducked because one minute he will play at the centre midfield then he will play him at right wing then he will play him at right wing back then he will play him at left wing we'll have some consistency you oof and Chambers missed that header at 38 minutes before half time Mm. if we could have brought it back to you know being 2-1 up at that stage because um we went 1-0 up. Uh, Good goal. Yeah. Good goal. Yeah. Um, to be honest, the equaliser, uh, the Perez, oh, I, I I, didn't I didn't have an issue with Mustafi on that one. I, I thought it was just a really well-worked goal. You mentioned uh, last week to watch out for John Joe Shelby. Yeah. Um, his his pass into, into Perez on that was absolutely perfect. Mate, and he was per- doing that the, all the, game. The, 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 the angle that Perez took that goal from as well... Mm-hmm. I, I think Mustafi had it more or less covered. It was just really good angle. He did not have that covered. Firstly, the first thing that, that John Joe Shelby was doing time after time was picking that ball up and then launching it forward, right? So how do you deal with long balls? I'm asking you, how do you deal with long balls? You push up on the guy and don't give him any space. Exactly, right? And that, that, that's, that comes from the midfield first, right? We're talking about pressing here. So John Joe Shelby was ne- was not pressed at any point. So he was he was able to just turn and ping the ball forward. That he was doing that all game. And then I'm I'm not a football expert here, but if you're gonna deal with long balls, especially when you're dealing with a striker that's quicker than you, you don't play a high line. You do not play a high line, which is what we were doing. So the ball comes over, and I'm thinking, okay. So at first, you know, Mustafi is he's scrambling. So I'm thinking, okay, we've got it covered. So the ball goes out to Yedlin. He puts a cross in and Mustafi again just stands there static. And now Jose Perez just makes that quick run right in front of him and Czech gets beaten at his near post. How many times have we said as a keeper you should not be beaten at your near post? He was so slow. He's, he's dreadful. He's dreadful for that completely. Dwight Gale, Dwight Gale again roasted us. Oh, God. I did, I did mention him, didn't I? In, yes, um, indeed. Last yep. week, I, mm-hmm. I, said, I said he roasted. He roasted at the Emirates and he roasted again. And then they took took him off and they put Slamani on. Oh, yeah. And fucking hell. <laughs> he was just as bad. He just ripped us apart. Completely different threat. With, with Slamani, you're getting somebody who's good, got head in the ball. You know, these a bit more physical, mm. you know, and that showed. And when we conceded that second goal, uh, Richie scored it. Why were all our fucking defenders all bunched into the left and oh. nobody covering to the right? But haven't we had this discussion time after time after time? This is the same. We have to mention it again, otherwise we'd have nothing to talk about and we it's, wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> I know, it's, it's the same error. So if me and you, right football fans and apparently we don't know anything about football depending on who you're talking to um if we can see that then how comes the manager his assistant and his coaches cannot see that how comes the the, the, i really do not understand what goes on at this club because if you really sat down and you analyzed the games time after time these errors will not be happening continuously it's ridiculous man 
So the final bit on that game was um, when Laka hit the side netting. Why the fuck didn't he pass back to Welbeck in the centre of the box? He was I don't know. Such a, such a tight hanger. Did, did Welbeck not give him a, a call? You know, he speaks fucking perfect English. I don't know. I don't know. And then, then to, be, to be honest, you know why? I, the thing is, even though we predicted that we would lose, what I would have wanted is for us to put in a decent performance just to keep that momentum going. Just to keep that momentum going, going into the Atletico game. And then, no, we just put in such a shoddy crap performance and we're going to face the West Ham side that are fighting for survival as well. Another one, yeah. And then we got Huddersfield and we've got Burnley trying to maybe nick um, <laughs> sixth spot from us. So. Uh, oh, hold on. Be, be, before we move on, right? I did say that I had, you know, some facts, right? Well, what, what, one thing, before you go into that, okay, pick, pick your player of the match out of that rabble. <laughs> uh, Shelby. Okay. Arsenal player of the match, even? Mm, El Nenny. Yeah, I've, I've El Nenny or Chambers, but yeah. John Josh Elvey or Slimani were, were fantastic. Gale, I could name about five <laughs> players for Newcastle. They, 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 they turned up. They played well. You know, that um, yeah, is our fifth successive loss away in the league in the first time since uh, December yeah. 1984. And then you go, you only got to look at the caliber of teams that we've lost away to as well. Mm-hmm. That and and in, in in three of those games we took the lead against against Swansea against Bournemouth and against New, against Newcastle and we just gave the game away and yeah. and and I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because I was doing some research I'm like okay let let me let me go back and then analyze this this bullshit for a second so I'm gonna go back to January last year right from January last year up until yesterday we have only won seven away Premier League matches out of 26. Fuck. Seven. Fucking hell. Exactly. So in that time, we've only got 21 points out of a possible 78 available. And none in 2018. And zero. The worst in the four English divisions. Now, we've got three away games left. And Fergus, I'm going to come, I'm going to ask you this, right? We've got three away games left against United. Leicester and Huddersfield. Draw. So, how many, how many points do you really see us picking up out Max, of those three games? Ma- maximum four. Okay. Okay. It's in between the semi-finals at United. Yeah, that's that's a loss to me. It's Maureen. I just, I just don't want to get roasted. You know, if Maureen does what he does and we lose at one nil, it's shit losing. But. Your type of taken on the chin if it means we progress in the Europa League, which you yeah. say we're not going to. Um, Leicester midweek away, just after uh, either a miraculous victory in in um, uh, in Madrid or you know a hard fought battle, and we're, we're knocked out. So one way or the other, we're going to be fucking shattered. So to get a draw at Leicester at best. Um, Leicester, they they might be on the beach by that stage, and mm. Leicester are paying are playing a lot of midweek games to make up for some of their FA Cup run and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, Huddersfield away last game of the season. Uh, by the looks of it, they've hit thirty five points. They've got a few games they should get, although they're not the difficult games. Um, they should be safe with maybe two more points. Uh, hopefully, they don't need a point at the end of the uh, the last game of the season to stay up. Otherwise, we will get fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've lost 11 Premier League games one more and it will be Wenger's worst ever season which was uh, oh, in 05 or 06 and then he comes out and says and I quote here 
when you're in a negative spiral like that, it is very difficult to get out. It's a concern. Traditionally, we are strong away from home. There is a subconscious weight on our mind. Now, us being poor away from home did not start this season. It started last season when he was playing around with his contract. Yeah. Right. So it's taken, so it's been a year. And we're still rubbish away from home. But apparently we have a subconscious weight on our mind. A year later? Really? Mate. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> I was trying to stop World War Three yesterday, as you could see. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But, but, but Steve and Willie both have got, got, got a point, you know. Uh, it, it is fucking time for change. Um, it's time for a refresh uh, off our club. Um, fighting among ourselves is not going to do anything. Um, True. Hence why the, the UN peacekeeping by myself. I'm Irish. We're neutral anyway. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, I can't wait till the end of the season. I, I just, I just, Fergus, at, at this point, I think it was earlier this season, I said, I'm going to have a party at my house when he leaves. I, that that still stands. <laughs> I, I, I honestly cannot wait to see the back of him. I don't have any respect for him. I can't, I, I can't stand the sight of him. I, I, I can't even listen to him speak because he chats rubbish 90% of the time. I can't wait until he goes, man. And then we can have our club back and we can stop watching some decent football because if we play crap football. Hey, listen, there's no guarantee that when we get a new manager that we'll have better football. There's, there's uh, no guarantee. But, but it, yeah. you know what? Something, some hope is, yeah. is what you've got to have. And, and, and I don't have hope at the minute. No, it, it's, it's so draining. I really can't wait to see the back of him and then we can move on. I don't want to see him at the club. I don't want him to go upstairs. None of that. Just fuck off. Should we not have just like a, a bank of friendship? <laughs> see, do you see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was so a good one. Before the West Ham game, uh, you, you're coming down to the bank of friendship? Yes, indeed. I'll be yeah, there. I've, I've, put a, I've put an invite up. So like, I, I've invited a few people, but anybody who wants to come down is more than welcome. So yeah. uh, have a few beers. Talk about football. Yeah, man. Talk, talk about Arsenal. Mm. Are you going to try and get a ticket? No. No? You're just going to stay in the pub? Like, for what? What am I getting a ticket for? No. Okay. Okay. It's my brother-in-law's birthday as well, so we're having beers with him as well. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, man. Do you reckon it's going to be a full house? Nope. London Derby? Nope. Really? Nope. That, that, mate, that, that, that ship has sailed, man. I don't expect the stadium to be full for, the, for any Premier League game until next season. Hopefully. Yeah, what's the season, season ticket renewals? What will they be like? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We will see. Uh, and a weakened lineup, I expect. Possibly. Yeah, with a, with a Fletico to come. Yeah, be a weakened side for sure. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. So, um, let's get on to the, the questions, the debate, and we'll have a bit of chat. This is the bit we, we both like. Um, yeah, we man. Are- I'll put a shout out on Twitter and on Facebook, and we did get a, quite a, a decent response. We've got uh, a few questions, um, and we got some feedback as well from last week's podcast. Daryl Squires uh, really enjoyed it, and so did Giovanni. Uh, so thanks for your feedback on that. Um, we're on Facebook on Guns and Yellow Ribbons on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And if you want to email us, it's info at dun- uh, gunsandyellowribbons.com. Blimey, it's too early in the morning. My mouth's not working properly. <laughs> So, questions. First one came in from, uh, it's a quick one, from Mike Patton. Iwobi, championship standard? Um, 
I would have, I, I would have liked him to go to the championship and get some experience, to be honest. Um, but I think that ship has sailed. Um, there is, I, I believe there is a player in there, but he's got a, a, a clown as a manager. So, yeah. Championship player, I think that's harsh. I would have said yes until I saw him play the other day in a number 10 role. And when he plays in that number 10 role where he's meant to play, um, he's better. He he wasn't so bad uh, yesterday's game. He played in a, a number 10 role again. Um, and he, he wasn't so bad. Oh, no, he went out wide. Willock played in that 10 role, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he, he, he's got to be played. He's got to play, be played central. Championship level... Probably, as you say, a bit harsh. Um, I would say, is he good enough to be at Arsenal? Well, if we're a mid-table team, well then yes. But if we're a top-table team, no. Yeah, we're not a top-table team anymore, you know that. Yeah, no, unfortunately. Mm. John Cocker said, will Ospina play the semi-final in Europa League or should we upgrade to Czech? Oh, if I had it my way, Czech wouldn't play another game this season. You know, I, I'd, play, I'd, play Matt, I I'd, play, I'd play Matt Macy in the Premier League to allow him to get some experience. And if he, if he made those kind of errors, you know, you could allow him because he's a young keeper. Um, but for him to get some experience, why not? Um, Czech wouldn't be Czech wouldn't be anywhere near the team, and, and I would play a spinner in the semis. Yeah, I, I, I'd play a spinner. I think a spinner is great. And I had, but at the bottom of this question, I add, I add to John's question: uh, Macy in the Premier League from now on, uh, if we get to the final um, who should play and I think Ospina is our cup keeper and he's done as well in, in cup competition so far so I'd stick with Ospina John yep likewise Paul Forbes asks so if we beat Atletico should Arsene Wenger keep his job no uh, okay um, <laughs> it doesn't matter if we beat Ospina if we beat Barcelona, Real Madrid, Man United, Chelsea, um, and the, the, the Harlem Globetrotters. Would have he's, still, me. he's still got to go. And, and, and Paul adds to that and says, his answer is no, and take the yank with him. We lack ambition, and that's why we're not good anymore. Yeah, well, I can, we can, we can run about down to the cows come home, but some of <laughs> us have to get to work later on. James Tricker, James T from Arsenal Thoughts, um, asked, prior to this season, Arsenal were knocked out in the Champions League round of 16, seven consecutive times dating back to 2010-11. Mm-hmm. I think that running the Europa League will serve as an excellent experience in a two-legged European fixture for our players. If we get back into the Champions League, can you see us making a run in it like Liverpool have done? With Arsene Wenger, no. It seems um, to be a, run, a running theme. No. Because you know, you <laughs> come on, man. Look at look at the past. You know, no. Well, t- my, my view, uh, my view of the Europa League has changed quite a lot. Uh, one, when we we end up getting into it, I, I thought, great, I get to go to a European away game. Uh, I did clone. I can't do Madrid, unfortunately. Um, but it's a competition that, that we've at least competed in. There's no point in going into the fucking Champions League to get knocked out in in the round of sixteen, uh, and just know that you're not even going to challenge to 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 get to like we, okay we done a semi final 9 years ago it's <laughs> unbelievable it's, tw- it's 12 is it 12 or more years since we were in the final against uh, Barcelona in Paris 12 years yeah yeah 12 years oh hell that's depressing <laughs> my daughter was living at home my son was living at home fucking hell well, I was 16 going to college Jesus. I just finished my GCSEs I I, I had less grey hair Oh, God. <laughs> Mike Patton got greedy. 
And he asked the second question. Okay. <laughs> he said, let's throw this one at you. Shakiri at Stoke. Arsenal-style uh, quality of player. He can play with both feet, works defensively. Going forward, he would be a bargain. Would you think he thinks he'd be perfect for Arsenal? He says it's a random question, but worth a, worth a discussion. Go ahead, Manny. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. To expand on that, then, to expand on that, of the teams that are getting relegated are some of the teams that are getting promoted. Mm. Is there any players in there that you would say are worth, like, you got Johnny Evans at West Brom? No. I, I'm just putting names out there. Are, are there any players there that you could think could add some strength to our squad? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. La- um, Lamina from, from Southampton, um, the, you know, central midfielder, he's been decent. Yeah, um, yeah him. Uh, Shakiri, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is he, is he now an out winger? Is he a number ten? I don't know exactly what he is. Is he just um, another midfielder that we have loads of already? Yeah, he probably is. Um, so no, but yeah, yeah, I think his name is Mario Lamina. Uh, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, him. He's been decent for Southampton. Um, so he might be worth a shout. Um, anyone else? I don't know. No. Yeah, I will at this point. Okay. I, 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 to be honest, Johnny Evans, I would take. Simply nope. because. No, hang on. Simply a bit of experience. Uh, Permet Sacker's retiring. Colchelny is fucked. Uh, Mustafi might, might improve with some experience beside him. But hold <laughs> it, Holding and Chambers are never going to improve unless they've got some experience and somebody teach them how to do it. Tony Adams used to teach the younger uh, defenders how to do do things. Did you get my point? Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, I don't know. I don't know about Johnny Evans, but hey, we'll see. And they say TV and Champions League and everything else has ruined football. <clears throat> um, we saw... At the weekend, delightfully, uh, that City won and Tottenham lost. But seven forty-five fucking kickoff on a Saturday night. Yeah, We've had yeah. seven forty-five kickoff on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, all for TV. We're getting less and less three o'clock kickoffs, which yeah. for us in the UK is good to a certain degree because if you're watching from uh, from your sofa or whatever or in the pub, you can get to see the games. A couple of things on that. Why seven forty-five on a fucking Saturday night? I, I personally, I don't like the Friday night, but that's for different reasons. But I can really understand why people like Friday night football. Finish work, a few beers with the lads, mm. uh, down the football, uh, and then maybe a curry on the way home. And it, it's a good night out. You can see it, it, it's got great night out written all over it. Mm-hmm. Saturday night is more like you've watched the football uh, with your mates, you've had a couple of beers, you come home, you get your glad rags on, you take the missus out for a Chinese or whatever and a couple of beers down the pub. You know, that's Saturday. It's not fucking football. My local pub puts music on on a, um, uh, a Saturday night and he had the TV on on mute but you had to go out if, if the the, the Tottenham fans that wanted to watch it had to go out in the conservatory and listen to it sound. But you've got, you've got a DJ or you've got a band on do you really want football on in the background? No, not really. You want to focus on having a good time. Yeah. And and the that the other point on that, at the three o'clock kickoffs, why? Do, 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 a three o'clock kickoff not being shown in the UK. Yet again, we all are watching it on uh, NBC, uh, 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 NBCS. 
the American sports channels, (laughs) the Canadian sports channels, BN sports channels. We've all got access to them. Uh, They try and block them left, right and centre. Well, we can get around all that. It's not stopping me going to a game. It's not stopping you buying or not buying a ticket. It's not changing. uh, I don't think it will make any difference whatsoever. Um, Those empty seats at the Emirates are not empty because there's a, a game on TV. I think some games where the apathy was starting to uh, come in. And I think that's why some of our Monday night fixtures were moved to Sunday. Like West Ham was moved and Southampton was moved from uh, a Monday night to a Sunday because they knew if it was a Monday night on TV with the apathy around the club that there were, it would have been fucking des- It would have been absolutely decimated. But the... Um, but the three o'clock kickoffs on a Saturday, the FA made it uh, a condition of the Premier League being able to be televised that um, uh, that 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 they aren't shown in the UK. They've got to, they've got to change that, haven't they? Uh, I don't know. They, they, will they change it? Probably not. Well, there's another thing that they should change as well. Uh, Safe standing. West Brom mm. put in an application for safe standing, which the government, not even the league, the government rejected. Wow. Um, I think what the government want is a class action where all the clubs together uh, say that they want to put safe standing in rather than just one club at a time. Mm. But but there isn't there Shrewsbury who are in League One getting promoted into the championship. They've got a standing area, and they'll be allowed it for two seasons until mm-hmm. they go all-seater uh, because they came from a lower league up. But okay. West Brom, who are coming down from the Premier League into the Championship, requesting a, a standing area, uh, aren't allowed it. I don't understand that. Football's a fucking arse, isn't it? It really is. It, it's it's it almost feels it, it feels like because obviously I work for the NHS and it, it almost feels like the NHS where it's, it's all about is very hierarchical um, the people are stuck in their ways um, so it's going to take a lot of effort to get them to change things I mean look how long it took for goal line technology to come in you know yeah. that was a battle within itself so safe standing especially with the history it's going to be it's going to take a lot more to you, get that approved. I don't know if you've ever seen some of the, the footage I put up on Facebook. Of, in the North Bank, it's all seating, mm. but I'm standing. I've, I think I've sat in my seat once. Yeah, and there's, there hasn't been any trouble, has there? There hasn't but, been any trouble, but isn't it safer to have a proper railing system rather than when when we score against Tottenham or something like that? It goes fucking nuts. I, I, went, I, across two, I went across two rows of seats one week. Yeah, see, so, they see to me that that's that's an idea of fun. Oh, that's fun to me. It's one of your mosh pits. Yeah, that that's a mosh pit to me. I'm like, oh yeah, oh hell yeah, <laughs> that's that's fun. But uh, I'm, I'm guessing to to some people it's a scary experience. Um, but th- there's ways around it, and then it's up to the clubs to find it. But you know what? Another stupid thing about that is, um, it's almost a demonization of the football fan. Uh, all, all gone back to Heisel and to Hillsborough and so on. Yeah. The, the demonization of a football fan. Uh, Arsenal have had concerts in that stadium. Um, Wembley's had concerts, uh, has concerts continuously in it and boxing matches and everything else. Yeah. So, so if you go to the Bruce Springsteen concert at the Emirates Stadium, you can buy an overpriced warm beer in the stadium and bring it to your seat and stand there and drink, drink and sing songs and everything else to, to Bruce Springsteen. 
if you go to Wembley and watch, I don't know, pick it pick a band or whatever you're able to stand in a seated area with alcohol uh you can stand on the pitch obviously but that's that's just like the the, the mosh pit area or whatever <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if you're a football fan you're told you're not allowed to bring any alcohol in you can't have any alcohol on a, a european night um and you can't stand in a seat uh, yep. and we can't put in a, a safe standing area uh, they need to fucking grow up, don't they? I mean, we we'd be we're paying for you know the the, the indiscretions of the past. The scousers. We're paying for it right now. Um, it, it even comes down to not being you know the players not being able to take off their shirts when they're celebrating. You know, just just little things like that. I mean, the, when let's go back to the CSK good CSK game quickly when they scored their second goal. That oh wait was that yeah half of them got naked. Like all of them had their shirts off and they were all going crazy. Well, yeah. even the, if you look at their fans, yeah, uh, their, their their ultras are all skins and <laughs> they were going mental, yeah. right? And yeah. it's just and it's just little little things like that. So you see, football really, when you go back to the history of it, is a working class sport, yes. right? So all this all this sort of behaviour you would expect it to be you get to be accepted, but it seems like they're trying to make it an upper class sport where you can't celebrate with the fans. You can't take your shirt off. You can't drink. You can't stand. You can't sing. You can't let off. Like, you can't do anything. Right? It, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you, it's really annoying. You, you know what? Spurs come along and they're designing. It looks a great stadium. I see it quite oh, often. Oh, fuck as a, them. But, yeah, not fuck them. But it, it goes on to what you were saying. They're trying to gentrify football. Um, we've got we've got it with uh, Wembley and with, with the Emirates with the prawn sandwich ring and, and the boxes and £100,000 yeah. for a minimum box um, I was speaking to a friend of mine and he's um, today actually he goes and picks out his seat in the new stadium um, but he's going to pay I think it's uh, 960 quid for his, his ticket um, and that just gets him the 19 league games. He gets him no cup games or anything else. So when you listen <laughs> to this shit that you hear on the, on the radio about Arsenal, uh, season tickets and Arsenal tickets being the dearest in, in the country, fuck off. They're not. We, I got, I, my semi-final ticket is included as my last cup game. So I get the 19 games plus seven cup games and either the FA or the Europa, uh, European competitions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, but Tottenham have designed out some of their, uh, the, the faults that West Ham, Arsenal, Wembley have made in the designs of their stadiums by having that wall uh, side of things. But one thing I did find out, they're putting their away fans in the complete opposite corner. So the wall, as loud as it may may or may not be, is it's always the atmosphere has always been better. If you go back to 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 Arsenal at Highbury, the clock end was season ticket holders, and even when it was a standing area, see how that linked. Um, the, the it's it's the hardcore fans against their hardcore away fans. Um, I think they should have shoved some of the away fans in that wall. Maybe it'll change. So, mm. anyway, should we do the five-word challenge? Yeah, let's do it. And I'll try not to be obscure and then and, and come <laughs> out like, of left field. Did you like like the title to last week's? Oh, you're, you're a cheeky fucker, man. <laughs> Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't even do anything. I was just, I, I was just, you know, following the rules of the game. You just, yeah, you just suck at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But if you get any of these, if you don't get any of these, I, I will. Mm, we're we're go fighting. On, then you, go, you go first, then. Yeah, yeah, I'll go first. All right, first one. Diaby kicks Terry in the League Cup final. Cool. 
Malcolm X. <laughs> that was so good. Right, that was, it was so good. Fucking, it was a, what a hell of a kick, wasn't it? Hell yeah. He deserved it. Yeah, yeah, don't like him. <laughs> yeah, next one. Wenger sent to the stands versus United. <laughs> when he does his impression of a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. That, that should be his statue. Mm. Next one. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Yep. Pizzagate. Says Fabgas. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Was it like that? That was like one of the greatest mysteries for years and years and years. And he finally admitted it only recently that it was him. <laughs> That's great stuff, man. Why the hell would you throw pizza? Come on. <laughs> well, he probably couldn't get hold of a, a, a hairdryer or a boot or something like that. Didn't didn't Fergie check a football boot at, at Beckham? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so he, he can fucking back down. I want my oh. name back. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, next one. Away record. <laughs> Currently, fucking shocking. I think we cover that. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Last one. Unbeaten run to clinch the title in 2002. Just taking a moment. Yeah. Take your time, mate. When will we see that again? Um, I'd say in about 10 years. Yeah. Would you, can you see us winning the league again in the next 10 years? Uh, Possibly. Um, it would take a lot. It would take a lot. It would take a complete change of identity in order to do it. Because football's a different game now. Yeah, and Simeone could be the man to do that. Oh, I imagine Simeone is like, I swear that that's, he is me. Except he's a manager. <laughs> right? He's, he's an anarchist. I don't think he uses uh, Snapchat either. Oh, you love my Snapchat stories. Stop <laughs> it. You love them. Yeah. <laughs> you love them. <laughs> right, is it my turn? Yes, it is. Let's go. Okay. Eddie Inketia. 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 Listen, I'm an Irish African. Paul Merson. Um, <laughs> hey, T, it's seven o'clock in the fucking morning. I've got to work. Yeah, and so do I. I'm going to work after this. Anyway, um, the future. Dial Square. Hmm. I could live there. You can buy a very expensive flat there now. Uh, you said Enketia was uh, the future. Mm. Dial Square, the start, the past. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie George. Before my time, but... I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Cup final. Yeah, that that picture. They, and Rambo yeah. on the same same pose, didn't he? Yeah. I'm thinking champagne. <laughs> okay. Martinez. Why Emiliano? Yeah, the keeper. Um. Yeah, he he's 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 gone. He's not going to get a chance. And this is a little bit different. Okay. Sleeve sponsorship. Don't like it. Mr. T- Mr. Tire. Mr. T. Tires or something like that. Everyone's got an Angry Birds. Don't we're like getting, it. We're getting it with our new kit. Uh, with oh. our new um, 
sponsorship deal. Oh god, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. No. Well, it could be we'll be like darts players soon now with labels all over us. <laughs> oh god, it'll be like watching. It'll be like watching eleven Lewis Hamiltons. And, oh no. Although uh, we're having this conversation, funnily enough, in the pub, um, and uh, we're talking about. No, it was actually, it was in my brother's, uh, we had a barbecue on Saturday with my mum and, and my, 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 my eldest brother flew over from America. So it was all four boys together. Um, and we were talking about sleeve sponsorship and, and, and so on. And I mentioned Formula One and, um, I said that they, their tops are covered in it, but apparently it's a lot more subtle now. So, okay. Yeah. So fair enough. Listen, it's an early morning start. Yeah. <laughs> It's a depressing, it's depressing Mondays. You know, I, I prefer Mondays. I prefer Monday mornings than, than Friday mornings. You know, I, I don't understand why we work Fridays. You know what I mean? That, that's the annoying thing. And especially when I've got to go in now and I've got to deal with a smug scouser um, <laughs> who's going to be banging on about Liverpool and club for about an hour. Um, love him really, but damn, you know, and that, that's going to be fun. And I'm sitting next to a West Ham fan, so, you know. With so, yeah. slashing his wrists. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's 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 a nice lad. He's a nice lad. So it's gonna be a bit of fun. But yeah, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it, man. Because I'm so sur- I'm so sur- I'm surrounded by Liverpool fans at work. You know, they're annoying. Yeah, well, well, I'm in. My calls are like St Albans, um, Potters Bar, that that sort of Hertfordshire. Uh, today yeah yeah so it'll be mostly Tottenham fans oh my god I would oh man good luck and then I hope you down a few beers after today Uh, I might do yeah of course you will why change the habit of a long time (laughs) why no it's been great yeah man thanks again mate always You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, Fergus and Manny from Arsenal Fans Forum. Thanks very much. Hope you enjoyed episode 19. Remember to review us, uh, leave your comments in the comments, uh, or contact us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons, or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons, or even email info at gunsandyellowribbons.com. Up the Arsenal.